chat. Yeet. 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 The topic. Discussing uh, cults and serial killers. The ethics of, of serial stuff. killing. Bad actually. The, the ethics of serial yes. killing. <laughs> At what point is it bad to be a serial killer? Um, well, all no of them. Point, but <laughs> all wait, of them. Wait, according to who? <laughs> so. <laughs> so when you hear someone talking like this, it's slightly douchey. This is Roman. <laughs> this is Mitch Moros. This is Cody. Yo, and it's Tay. All right, so let's get let's get this rolling. Um, so serial killers. Earlier, Mitchell and I were talking about um, Jim Jones and Charlie Manson, and I think that's a good place to start because often in pop culture, I think they're referred to as some of the most iconic, iconic, if you can call it that. Uh, wrongly so. Iconic in a different, you, different context. Right. Would right. you actually consider them to be killers considering they didn't actually do anything, but the people who were around them did? Jim Jones definitely did it, though. Like, I mean, that's... I mean, they're, they're, if, you, if you may not be able to consider them killers, you would at the very least be able to consider them orchestrators of mass killings. Cult leaders, killings. <laughs> at the very Cult least. Leaders, yeah. Absolutely. So well, they're like, responsible. Jim Jones, like, forced everybody plan. at gunpoint. So just because they didn't carry out the Kool-Aid. acts doesn't necessarily make them Fair. any less That's of a true. killer because it was their idea is kind of where I take it. That's kind of just my idea of it. So that I mean that's why that's why Charles Manson did the majority of the sentence like he wasn't there but he orchestrated the entire thing it was his idea and without, I mean, true. without him it wouldn't have happened yeah I I guess I I have the real problem because like did he actually commit a crime um, yes <laughs> I I don't know enough like I him. I think at most you know in my yeah. opinion it's like conspiracy conspiracy yeah conspiracy conspired to murder. Yeah, like the guy's a piece of shit. He's a master manipulator. Mm -hmm. Should definitely be rotting for the rest of his life. Definitely. um, The definition, I think, to to call him a mastermind is it's rude because he's not. He's a moron. Right. I mean, no sane person would be doing something like that with their time. There was literally no reason for him to have done that. He just wanted to leave a message. I mean, obviously, that's why they went absolutely ham bone and wrote Helter Skelter on the walls. And it was, in a lot of ways, it was literally just a publicity stunt. True. Do you think that he was just trying to seek fame? There's, well, there's a lot of speculation on it. A lot of people think that that's the case. And I mean, he was like a, if a, that was his goal, he absolutely succeeded. He was a failed musician, wasn't he? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it, Helter Skelter, isn't that like it's what? It's a Beatles song. I'm yeah, sure. it was a Beatles song that people were like, the race war and like. it's a Yeah, yes. Yeah, and I guess the B, <laughs> I don't know, like totally off subject here, but I was listening, uh, I can't remember to who, but I guess the Beatles would just like write stuff about stuff, not necessarily have a meaning behind it, but people would always interpret it like it had some yeah deep meaning behind it. And they're like, no, we were just high. Yeah. And yeah. we just wrote Especially, that. You know, like Sergeant Pepper days. <laughs> right. Things like that. You know, absolutely. The Beatles would do things like that. Just um, trolling people. Before the Beatles were famous, they were absolute fucking terrors at shows. Like there's rumors of them, like just going and playing shows and getting completely drunk and like nailing flaming condoms to the wall and shit. So who knows what the hell <laughs> their lyrics were about, you know? And, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if the song Helter Skelter was what truly inspired Manson to do what he did. Well, not to do like defame the Beatles or anything, but like you start off with soda pop music and that, that music is like literally only good for commercials and stuff. Like it's like jingles. And stuff like that. It's like right. yeah. a minute and 30 seconds, a minute and 15 seconds tops, you know, to get out like a commercial. And right. so like, I don't, I don't know what, what got them out, out of that. But I mean, I, they did save a lot of music and I'm getting off topic, but yeah. yeah. But okay. Topic, so, but, but, but again, so that's okay. You know, back um, to the spooky subject of murderers 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 some of the most so we're talking about um you know famed right really what what was the motive behind if you know if we're if we're kind of outlining um at first charles manson and and the sharon tate murders and all of that um first of all you can see that we were talking about charles manson 
whether or not he would be considered a killer or just an orchestrator, a, or orchestrator or conspirer. But you can see that the people that he found were absolutely the right fucking people because oh, yeah. they were just as crazy as him. I mean, look at that squeaky chick well, that literally I don't even know if it was like, Reagan. like that they were the right that they were just as crazy as he was. But maybe they were just people who were easily who were lost yeah. and they were looking for a family. And the Manson family just seemed to offer what what people were looking for. Right. And that's and that's have has it been referred to as a cult? I. The Manson yes, family. Yes. No. You could the, call it a cult, but I don't know if it was, if there was a large enough, like if there were still people out there that was like, yeah, I'm part of the Manson family, I'd be like, yeah, that's a fucking you're cult. You're fucking creep. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Get um, out of here. Well, what I want to know is whenever he, whenever he executed the order um, for this to happen, was it like a, you know, if, you, if you're truly part of the family or if you, you know. But, well. What did he say to my th- I don't know. That's what I want to know. Tato, what what did Has he, he ever say spoken it? about it? it? Yeah, look it up really quick. I want I just want to see if if Charles Manson Yeah, cuz has... I I don't know if there ever was an order other than like the whole Helter Skelter thing and like trying to start a race war and maybe he just got people so excited behind it like they were like, "Yeah, we're going to fucking do right. this for Charlie." Absolutely. Um while Taylor is looking up uh some information on um interviews with uh charles manson so on so forth um hey folks i see i've got three online folks. um we folks. are recording our first band podcast um if you're just coming in the subject is um cults serial killers murderers um and we're just kind of the band podcast isn't necessarily something that we're always going to be talking about music related things um we want to have um, a platform where we can have conversations you guys can kind of get to know who we are uh not necessarily as members of the band, but, um, as, as people. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind this thing. If you guys want to contribute, um, please feel free to comment. Um, uh, and, uh, the comments that I like, uh, that I feel like will be uh, compelling to the conversation will definitely be brought up. Let's discuss it. All right. So, <clears throat> um, obviously he disputed the charges, but it was all intended to start a race war. Like we already know that, but, um, I found some other interesting inf- information that it wasn't just uh, convicted of first degree murder. It was also conspiracy to commit murder, just Which like is, you guys were talking right, about. Right. So he had to have been involved with it some way or another. I don't know if he gave an order or anything like that, but he was involved with the planning of the murders. Mm-hmm. And again, I think, uh, you know, uh, we could we could easily call him the leader of the events that happened on that night. Um, so, and so that's the leader why I, of some fucked up shit uh, facts. And also I'm pretty sure that he, he did kill people like maybe not on that night, but I'm pretty sure that there's other murders that he was responsible for. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I know nothing on this subject. Fair enough. We'll just hang out. Well, uh, and if you're, if you're having that's, fun, I think know, that then, that brings up like, um, an, an ethical question of, of, you know, do, do you personally, do you guys draw a line at free speech? Because I think you should be able to say whatever it is you want. And, right. you know, the only people responsible for what happens are the people who, and this is just my opinion, but the only thing, the only person who should be responsible for certain actions are the people who actually carry out things like that. So even if he said, like go do this do you believe that he should still be responsible even though he wasn't the person physically doing it as a conspirator yeah but yes. he he uh what's the word i think that i think the punishment was carried out correctly absolutely yeah you think he got what he deserved i think he got what he deserved yeah. absolutely because again had he not been there to create this whole family you know uh um and create this idea of like, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to start a race war and here's how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it would have happened. Um, you can easily say that that's, uh, well, not easy, I guess not, not necessarily one of the biggest, but it's one of the most notorious crimes that, that's ever been committed in the U S yeah, it's heinous. Um, and, and, um, I think that that being the fact that that, that kind of, uh, solidified his goal. Uh, it may not have started a race war, but, that that's going down in history as one of the most infamous um, crimes that's ever been committed. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think that that was part of his goal. Um, and again, 
just because he wasn't there, uh, because he didn't commit the murders, I, 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 st- I still say that he's responsible for them. So therefore, in, in my book, he's a killer. Absolutely. I agree. What do you Tato, think, Tato? what are your thoughts? I, I, I agree. I think he's a conspirator. Like, whether or not, like, he actually killed anybody, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about Manson. But from what I've been reading, like, it, it seems like he got what, what was coming to him as far as uh, a verdict. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, I, I guess I don't consider him to be a murderer. Um, I do consider him to be a bad actor in the whole situation. He should definitely not be out on the streets. No. Um, right. But I think the, that the charge of murder is is inappropriate in the sense of like if he didn't actually do the murdering should he be in prison for the murders no he should be in prison for other things like conspiracy so you know if if conspiracy in the state of california means like yo you're in prison for the rest of your life or even on fucking death row no one's gonna care if charles manson dies or is he dead? He's dead, right? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he died a few years uh, ago. Yeah, like, like four he got or five released because he was, he really, was just really down sick and, down the street from us, wasn't he? Down in Daniel Canyon City I, Correctional Facility. Was he? I think I he, was. he was. California. Yeah, I don't think he was here. No. No. Let's see, Tato. Where was he? <laughs> I, I would just. Uh, <laughs> I, almost I would just put like. In where you... was he stationed? I would just like to let you guys know that there's somebody in the tiktok chat saying absolutely heinous things right now <laughs> what, what are they saying uh, so at hales wilson uh this is being recorded live enjoy your shout out hills wilson has said you're not an animal abuser but you can beat this pussy up damn <laughs> she said you're nike i'm mcdonald's you're doing it while i'm loving it and then she <laughs> said you came on my for you page next time aim for my face damn (laughs) heads or tails i choose tails so you get head he was uh jesus christ in he was in cali it was okay corcoran corcoran state prison corcoran corcoran yep okay so we're on the consensus that charles manson was a terrible person definitely got what he deserved whether we agree Mm -hmm. with the charges he he deserved to die his his charges were nine counts of murder and one count of conspiracy to commit. See, murder. it should have been like even... nine counts of conspiracy to commit murder. Right. I don't even think that he was put to death. I think he just died because he was old. Right. Yeah, he had some complication or something. Yeah. Like... I got a I got a question for you guys. All right. I I don't know if you guys have seen like the the movie Waco or the show Waco. Have you? No. I know very little about it. Well, like, so, like, technically, like, according to, like, the definition of a cult, um, the Branch Davidians were a cult. It's a system of religious or veneration or devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. Um, so, yeah, they were a cult, but then, like, the a- ATF took them down for no reason. Like, at oh, least Oh, Waco was, like, the, the crazy religious people. They weren't crazy. Like, I mean, well, in their own right, like... That yeah, was I guess. interesting. I don't I don't know a ton on that one personally. Um, I've seen a couple of documentaries on it, um, and it was definitely really interesting. Basically, they they wouldn't come out of their compound because of persecution of the religion, mm-hmm. and the ATF was trying to and take they them surrounded down. them and yeah, like surrounded them and was using psyops against them. It was like psychological operations. Like yeah, didn't the didn't the complex like get lit on fire by tear like gas tear gas yeah really that shit is flammable yeah absolutely and it's not the first time that that had happened and they know that that could happen but the atf killed everyone because of that hmm. like i mean wow. granted you know i didn't know a whole lot about waco until i saw the tv show but the the show like had me like whoa so I they feel, i feel bad for these people like they were just trying to live their lives and be good people and whatnot and they're over good their, people in their mind. In their mind, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like I mean, they, they were they doing following... anything wrong? Yeah, really? like ex- no. explain it a little. So okay, so yeah, they had firearms and stuff because they were preparing for like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So they they were basically Which is a preppers. Cult. Typical yeah. cult. Yeah, dude. And so they might have had Fair. maybe a couple of illegal firearms, but the ATF took it like to a whole nother level, and like said that they had like this vault inside which they they did where like they're supposed to be having weapons and stuff and 
I don't know. If you guys haven't seen it, everyone, our listeners, viewers, I highly recommend checking out that and form your own opinions about it because I think stuff like that in the United States just gets swept under the rug and we get told what's on the media that this is what happened and they were in the wrong and whatnot. But like that was they had a very compelling whether it's propaganda or not, it was very compelling and it was like, whoa, kinda kinda mind opening. Right. <laughs> hey. We're getting uh we're getting a love raid uh, from Blackheart. You guys are awesome. Blackheart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I like that name. Um Blackheart Collective. Ooh. Is the best. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Shout um, out to you guys uh to you guys that uh are just tuning in. Um we're recording our first podcast as a band. Um our subject is um serial killing, serial corn killing flakes, and- interesting stuff fucking apple jacks thank you so much anything kind of creepy please tell blackheart that i said thank you very much you guys are awesome Uh, and feel free to stick around um and and come contribute to the conversation um ask us questions let us know who your favorite yeah feel free to ask questions let us know who most interesting subject intriguing um serial killer to you is we don't necessarily want to say or serial killer or or like like that or, ser- or serial killer. Yeah, it doesn't have any, to be any, anybody. Um, the thing that you find most interesting. Bandcast, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes, that is exactly right. It is our first bandcast. Bandcast. I like that. So here we are. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, so, so we're talking about Waco. <clears throat> um, I didn't know much about that one. Um, I, I know yeah, that it was like, it was a really a fucked up situation. No, yeah, it was a leader. Um, yeah. But there was there was a lot of young kids involved with Waco, a lot, which made it really sad because a lot of them are like in their forties, you know, thirties and forties now, and they have some real trauma behind it because it's like, on one hand, these are just people who are trying to live independently, yeah, um, and not like, I I don't know what exactly it was so that they was, did wrong. I mean, there was kind of other like socially messed up things that were happening in in Waco, like for instance, like, um the the cult leader um he had two wives right he was like a polygamist and, and he, uh-huh. like one of them he, he thought he was 14. a prophet wasn't he yeah yeah one of them he married at 14 and like they had a huge issue with that and blah 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 as they should like, he's like mm-hmm. yo if you don't like that then you know you need to change your state laws because she's allowed to get married at 14 so he married her at 14 and it was signed off on by her parents and like obviously a judge had to sign off on it. So it's like, you know, a there, there needs to be a clear definition of what, what an adult is Mm -hmm. like nationwide because it's like, anyways, that's all, that's a subject (laughs) for a whole nother time. But like, you can't say you can't have a judge that says this is okay on one day and then be like, Hey, Oh, ATF. I heard that this dude's like shacking up with, I, I know that he is because she's 14 and I signed off on their marriage license. Like get with the fucking program. Never is it okay for a grown ass man to marry a little girl. Facts. Right. Yeah. Um, so like Waco could have been avoided had they just like not been marrying pedophiles down there. Well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just that it was mostly like the ATF. Um, like again, highly recommend watching the show. It's on Netflix. Um, and form your own opinion, but in my opinion, it was just, it was just messed up. Like they, they didn't know that these That's people had illegal up. firearms. They didn't, <laughs> you know, it was, it was basically, they were trying to do an illegal search and seizure and it went wrong because they knew their fucking rights. Guys, we've got nine in our, in our live right what? now. That's the most I've ever had. Thanks to Blackheart. She's awesome. So we've got nine people. Um, uh, hang on really quick. Uh, this beer is for you, Blackheart. Mystery Moth is back. <laughs> Um, she was with us last time we were podcasting, uh, or not podcasting, but, uh, uh, live streaming from Ooh. the studio. Mystery Moth says, uh, a really interesting serial killer is Madame LaLaurie. Ooh, Ooh. Let's look at this. That's Which a, I've, I've I heard love of before, a female serial uh, but, killer. But, but, but look that up really quickly. I'd like to In hear the story. In the sense of like, they're interesting. Not that I love them. Yeah. Serial killing people is fucked up. Is she a black widow? Live on my for you page. Uh, I would assume so. Seventeen eighty seven. Guys, feel free to. Wow. Uh, when she was. That's when she was born. Feel Yo, free to tap. Um, tap check us out. Or tap Spotify. anywhere and, and share this on on for you page. Um, 
while you guys are in here, Spotify. Uh, we're doing our first podcast, uh, but we, we are a band. We're called From Underground Kings. Uh, and if you guys want to check us out, you can find us anywhere that you get your music. Um, you can check our music videos out on YouTube. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. You name it. You name it. We go got check it. out our music. <laughs> Give me a follow, and then you can also follow us on TikTok. We're about to we're about to get started putting band content on TikTok. Um, we're at From Underground Kings. You can go follow us there. From Underground Kings, go check us out. Um, and this is our first podcast again. If you're new to the live ten online guys, that is a record. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys are great. If you're new to the live, um, we are doing our first what we're calling a band cast. It's our first podcast. The topic is cults, serial killers, murderers, bad bad people, bad creepy shit that keeps you up at night. So all of our podcasts that we're recording this month uh, are going to be spoopy. Uh, So that's what's going on. Feel free to contribute um, if anybody wants to talk about, uh, you know. Uh, anything please feel free to contribute in the chat Um, and we'll definitely bring you up and credit you as well my dearest johnny chugs what is up man he says hh holmes uh, dude hh okay 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 so ask that dude hh holmes uh was rumored is rumored to be jack the ripper as well does this dude believe that who hh holmes was rumored to be jack the ripper yeah um so so the story of hh holmes is like he was Jack the Ripper in London, and then he fucking like jumped oh, ship, yeah, and then he this. came to America, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm H. H. Holmes." So, what does your boy over there think about that? Because I'm dying to know who Jack the Ripper is. I mean, I don't think we'll ever know. Um, I've heard that theory before too about H. Yeah. H. Holmes. Absolutely, um, the guy was savage. Yeah, definitely. Um, he was. Yeah. Was he Philadelphia <laughs> local, Johnny? Do you know about that? Um, can you? Can you also? Oh, well, firstly, let's uh, let's circle back around. I think we're getting a little distracted. Let's, it's yeah. obviously our first podcast, so this is definitely like a trial <laughs> run. Um, so we're, we'll definitely we're, get better at it. We're but. thinking about we're looking at Madame oh, Lalori, Lalori. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. Madame Lalori. I think there was um, now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a uh, American Horror Story character kind of designed after her? I um, have I believe no so. idea. Yeah, like, I believe so. So basically, um, she murdered slaves. Like, uh, yeah, that that's kind of what I'm getting from reading yeah, all this like, stuff. So what I got here, she was a socialite, and she is known for torturing and killing of numerous slaves discovered in 1834. Yes, she had a metric fuck ton of children. Yeah, a um, lot of them. Danny says that uh, one of the HAHS characters played by Kathy Bates was inspired by Madame LaLaurie. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. So yeah. let's see what she has In here. Coven. Born during the yeah. Spanish colonial period, LaLaurie married three times in Louisiana and was twice widowed. She maintained her position in New Orleans society up until April 10th, 1834, when rescuers responded to a fire at her Royal Street mansion. They discovered bound slaves in her attic who showed evidence of cruel, violent abuse over a long period. Lori's house was subsequently sacked by an outraged mob of New Orleans citizens. She escaped to Spain with her family. Yeah, wow. because a uh, little little background on New Orleans with the Creoles and stuff like they didn't always keep slaves like you, you, you weren't necessarily a slave for life. Like mm-hmm. a lot it was of like slaves. an indentured servant. It was more or less that, but yes, you were still a slave. Right. Um, but you had you you had certain freedoms and stuff like that. It wasn't a right there like it is nowadays in America, but it was a freedom that they had. But anyway, um, yeah, she she beat um, uh, her slaves like within an inch of their lives, gouged out their eyes, flayed their skin, filled their mouths with excrement that's sewn them shut jesus horrible man yes okay Uh, so damn dude i'm that's a good one thank you mystery i mean it's a terrible one but that's an interesting you know what i mean i'm I'm looking at i'm reading her history right now and this is somebody who's who's quite terrifying you don't hear a whole lot about adding to the description saying she dug holes in people's skulls with spoons uh, and uh, in their oh, to stir up their brains. What? Brain stew. So she was like the first to try lobotomies. Intestines wrapped around people's necks while they were still alive. Damn. That's fricked up. That that is some frick. That's, some, that's, <laughs> that's some, a whole lot that's of some frick. hard I, frick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would have, I could have not have dealt with that. Dude, okay, so speaking of Louisiana, while we're there, let's just talk about how creepy that whole, Fucking you know, New Orleans is. sort of 18, 1900, like early, like 1800s Louisiana would have been. Because I mean, you're talking into Absolutely. some like some voodoo witchcraft. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. She's still there. talking about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've Absolutely. never been there. I've always wanted to go there because I'm like Casey was born. I love the South in New Orleans. Ooh, is Casey Ooh. with us tonight? She is. Nice. Hi, Casey. Basic K. Basic K. Basic. <laughs> All right. Ooh, yeah, no, it's basic. I know her is basic. That's fair. She either one. I think she's fine with. Maybe, maybe like that. Bay is sick. <laughs> That's basically what why I said it the first time, and then it just kind of stuck. Nice. Well, this Corona's for you, basic. You here? What is this? Hi, friend. Um, Wendy Martinez, welcome in. Uh, we are doing our first uh, podcast as a band. Um, I am in a band called From Underground Kings. I'm here with my bandmates, Roman, Taylor, Cody. Um, and we're, we're recording our first podcast, a bandcast, as we're calling it. Um, uh, as I was saying earlier, um, our podcast is, is going to just basically be kind of a way for you guys to um, get to know us outside of the band and um, what it's like to have a regular conversation with us and kind of how we conversate and how we uh, you know view things. Um, since it's October, um, we decided to go with a spookier uh, <laughs> with a spookier theme. Um, so feel free to contribute. Uh, we're talking about serial killers, cults, murderers, all the creepy stuff. All so the creepy that's stuff. That's what's going so on here. Thank you for hanging next, out. Up next, let's see who we have in Mr. H.H. H. Holmes because I know we've touched on a little <clears throat> bit of it, but uh, one of the... came back and said that uh, he doesn't know the connection to his area. He thinks he's from Illinois, though. I know he's from Chicago. Um, Alright, so let's just go. This isn't the best source of information, but right now we're going with Wikipedia. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so Herman Webster Mug Mudget, <laughs> born what a May sixteenth, eighteen eighteen sixty one, and he died May seventh, eighteen ninety six. Better known as Doctor Henry Howard Holmes or H. H. Holmes, was an American serial killer. While he confessed to twenty seven murders, he was convicted and sentenced to death for only one murder, that of an accomplice and business partner partner. Benjamin Pitizel. Um, despite the confession of the 27 murders during the Pitizel trial, it is speculated that Holmes may have killed as many as 200 people. Yeah, that's victims damn. were killed in a mixed-use building which he owned, located about three miles west of the 1893 World Fair Colum Columbian Exposition, suddenly called the World's Fair Hotel, inf infamously called. The murder castle. Wow. Though evidence huh. suggests the hotel portion was never truly open for business. Dude, that sounds like another American horror story episode. Absolutely. So, well, I think I think a lot of um, AHS's uh, topics were drawn from just kind of inspired by real oh, life yeah, events. Oh yeah, like that, I, so. I love American horror story. Well, okay. So speaking of like, so you guys have you have you guys seen the show Dexter? No. So Dexter is modeled after like many serial killers. Like he's just a culmination of all kinds of serial killers. I highly recommend you guys watch that if you ever right. get the chance. Um, I happen to be a huge fan of like get out of my laboratory, gory <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so with H. H. Holmes, they have confirmed that he has killed nine people, but he confessed to twenty seven. Suspected uh, to be 200. Yes. <laughs> like, those are some very far off numbers. Though, yeah, that's like convicted of one, but maybe nine confirmed, 27, 27, wait, uh, 27 confessed. But and they're like, we think he killed 200. Yeah, yeah, we think he killed about 200 people. Can you imagine what a busy, paranoid guy you'd be at 200? Okay, but you gotta oh, think, dude, this no, is way back. That is, that is actually true because in the 1800s, like, you don't have like to be a serial killer in 2020. It would dude, be everyone has fucking difficult. ring doorbells. Yeah. Everyone, every like, dude, there's surveillance everywhere. So it's like, don't even try it, dude. A, no. it's terrible. But B, you're gonna get caught. Yeah. 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 But okay, but, so but, interesting. Like, if serial killer back then. Yeah. Would have been like. Could you? I, I wouldn't. Wouldn't say. Well, it 
would have been easier. <laughs> easier, but absolutely. You could go, yeah, you could because you're like blasphemy. I never, I never knew that person. <laughs> but also, like, there's none of the technology that we have these days right. that can yes. easily link you to the crime. Exactly. I mean, before 2000, it was easier to, you know, like mm-hmm. this is when we start when we start seeing a rise in DNA technology. Right. Even like even this. just like you higher watch, uh, to make a murderer. Cameras, you know? So that's yeah. yeah. So okay. So check this out. I don't know if you guys ever heard the story on how BTK got caught, but check check this out. This fucking boomer is like posting in the newspapers, and he's oh, like, dude, I, I he's have. like, if I send you a floppy disk, will you be able to trace me? Yeah. So guys, like a fucking minister at a church, and sends the police a floppy disk because the police said no, like no, we can't trace you if you send us a floppy disk. Of course they fucking can. Yeah. This boomer sends them a floppy yeah. disk and they that just like tree. gives away the location, and he's like, "Oh, how'd you get me?" There's a. Didn't they catch him behind like a supermarket? It was yeah, it was something really how'd sketch. You get me. <laughs> he's like, "How did you get me?" Um, like. <laughs> I don't know. On that note of like people uh. instantly getting caught for doing something stupid and like trying to be cocky, um, there was a post. I was actually present like when the original post was posted. I used to be, I used to, when I was a kid, I was a little shithead on the internet. Um, and I would always go on 4chan. Dude, yeah. 4chan for the win. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Um, there was a post and I actually saw the original post um, and I thought it was a joke. Um, somebody posted coordinates. And they basically like B just went absolutely insane and somebody went to the coordinates and dug a hole and found a body. Um, and it was a body that like had been on, like it was a person that had, like had been on national news missing. Like it was this girl that was missing. And um, so they contacted the police. The police found that post, um, which they tried to delete, uh, but they were able to find it. They traced the IP and found the person. Oh, damn. Dude, okay, so speaking of, like, creepy weird shit, so I got my wife one of the, uh, have you guys ever heard of the Wanderer b- bracelets, where you have, like, coordinates on something? No. I suppose I have Oh, it's, it's really that? cool. So it's it's carved out of, like, uh, a, a bone of some sort of animal. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like a little, like a tiny little plaque um, on a bracelet, and it has the coordinates. So I got my wife the coordinates of where we met. And I was walking, I can't remember where we were. We were, uh, we were walking out of some, we were on my way to my grandparents' house and I was on my way outside of a store. I had just gotten gas and I find a Wanderer bracelet and it has coordinates on it and I've always wanted to go there. It's in the South somewhere like Missouri or something. Um, but just out of curiosity, want to go there. Let's look so it you up looked on up, Google Earth. You looked up the coordinates. I looked up the coordinates. It's somewhere in Missouri. I I didn't That's actually look at the, the satellite. I can take you there. Oh, dude, let's check it out. See if there's. But yeah, I'll have to definitely do that because I mean, who doesn't want to scar themselves for life? Wow. <laughs> hey guys, welcome in. Um, if, if you're new to the live, which there's a few new people, uh, Jesse, I see you. What's up, man? Salty, how you doing? Um, if you're new, if you're new to the live coming in, um, we're recording our first podcast as a band, a band cast, if you will. Um. We're here with Roman, Taylor, uh, Cody, Lewis, <laughs> whole gang. Um, uh, we are talking about on our first podcast again. It's uh, we wanted to do a podcast because we wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of uh, you know um, how we have discussions outside of us being musicians. Um, kind of give you guys a way to connect to us, um, you know, just outside of our our music and things like that. Um, so please feel free to join in. Um, the first band cast's topic is cults, killers, murderers, so on and so forth. So if you have an interesting topic or if you want to contribute to the conversation that we're already having, please feel free to leave a comment. Um, I'm shouting folks out. I'm reading comments. Um, we love the con- contribution to the conversation. So feel Let's free to hear hang an out. iconic killer that you know of. Okay, yeah. guys, feel free. real quick before we before that, I, I just got an interesting thing. So like a serial killer, meaning you killed more than one person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. So, I think it's at, more than three. Time, I think it's more than three. Uh, at any given time, um, there's around 200 active serial killers Ooh. doing their thing Jesus. at any given time in the United States. 
Really? I mean, it doesn't surprise me with the population of the United States. What is it? What, 350, 350, 350 million? million thereabouts that we know of? Mm-hmm. Just like, think that about we know that, of. though. Let that sink in. Like, two, 200. 200's really not that and many, that's, though. And that's, no, and that's, that's they're going to get like, that, what? they're going to get caught. And like, yo, come at me. Let's, I bet you let's it's more than that. Because I'll fuck you up. I bet you that's mom. the lower end of the estimation. Because like, I, I, serial killer be, comes to my house. Out of 350 again, million people, I guarantee it's more than 200. No. You don't think so? No. I think there's more murderers. Yeah, dude. not serial killers. You know though. who like? Okay, so some who, of the like, thrive off killers, right? Like, it's a broke ass brain, man. Dude, that is that, that is, is that is somebody who's had that is somebody who has a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma. And there's thirty. Sometimes I think right not. Sometimes they're that. legit, just like broken from birth. The yeah, well, okay. So if you guys, if you ever guys heard of Edward Kemper. Anyone ever hear of Edward Kemper? No. No. So he was one of the first to be profiled. And this this guy who was described by many people as just a nice down-to-earth guy, um, I it's the whole question of nature versus nurture. And I think he's a prime example of what happens when you break someone. So mm-hmm. his father didn't want anything to do with him. His mother resented him to the point where... She would stick him in the basement and, you know, like you listen to the tapes of when he's being interviewed and he had a single light in a basement, like at eight years old, this little kid just being forced down there because his mother said, I don't want you to touch your sister. And then when he gets older to his teenage years, he tries to run away from his mother because she's so terrible to him. And he goes to his dad and his dad says, I want nothing to do with you. So he goes to his grandparents and his grandfather is just like a real shitbag to the kid and something just snaps. So what happens with him is I think at the age of 15, he ended up, um, he shot his grandfather in the back of the head with a 22 rifle. Mm -hmm. And then he shot his grandmother, uh, when she came home and, and seen what he had done. Um, but this is where like, he truly was a smart guy because he learned after so many times, like, so he didn't get put in prison. He got put in a correctional facility because we didn't know about serial killers and like the whole, what makes them click thing. When was this? Uh, this is like 1970s, like early seventies. And, um, so he goes to a, like a, a rehab reform thing. And he eventually, he learns to tell, the people at the Institute, what they want to hear. And then from there, he eventually like answers all the questions the right way and he gets out. So they called him the co-ed killer because when he got out of prison, he would, uh, you said the co-ed killer, the co-ed killer. Um, so when he got out of prison, um, and I forget who, I think it was his, did he kill his grandmother? I don't know what he did. Or maybe it was his mother. He went back to live with his mother. His mother worked on a college campus, so he mm-hmm. had access to the college campus. Oh, and this is why they he would it. drive around, and he would pick up girls and ask them for rides. And often he would like decapitate them. But you get into like the psychology oh. of someone like that, and, and it uh, does a lot of times stem from trauma that they experience. Oh yeah, right, hundred percent as kids, a child. Um, so the way this guy's story ends is he ends up like decapitating his mother and doing horrible things. And then her friend calls her friend and says, you know, my mother's in trouble and then kills her friend. And then he runs off to Pueblo, Colorado, which he calls the state patrol. And at that point um, in California or wherever the hell he was from, they knew this guy because he used to hang out with the police. He tried to be become a uh, state trooper Uh and uh, they knew him as like Ed. He's just Ed, right? failed state trooper. He calls uh, one of the people at the station from Pueblo, Colorado, and is like, hey, by the way, you know, like, I killed all, I killed these people. And they're like, don't fuck with us, Ed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this ended in Colorado. And then eventually somebody came and got him. But anyways, Edward Kemper, super interesting uh, if you ever want to ponder on the nature versus nurture side of the... uh, the whole like right, serial killer right. balance, dude. Yeah, and then like that's, I mean that's something <laughs> that we can the, definitely get on into. On the nature side, like I mean, there's that like suspected serial killer gene, the MAOA gene. 
They say that there's possibly a gene that could make you. Well, so that's no, what I'm talking that about. That can like, like trigger. From birth. It makes you like, so I, I'm kind of reading on it and it's kind of mixed. Like there's a lot of seriously long articles, but what I'm finding is that it's like a, a gene that um, uh, <laughs> catalyzes the oxidation. I don't know this word. Um, <laughs> basically, it just catalyzed like, the big word. Um, has something to do with do- dopamine and like serotonin <laughs> and shit in your brain. So like, it's like maybe those are like triggers. You just have like a chemical imbalance in your yeah, brain, and yeah, it's causing a chemical imbalance that just kind of triggers something in your brain that you the real want Crunchberry to do that. says they believe one hundred percent that trauma is like, key so, for people like that, but she believes that nature still has labeled, something to do with it. It's labeled I agree with as that. a serial yeah, killer absolutely. gene just because that's a gene that a lot of serial killers have in common, but there's plenty of people with that gene that are not serial killers. And I just have to put that out there. Salty Salamander says, there is a ton of conflicting back and forth in the neurology world based on this topic, uh, but she 100% believes that uh, in the theory of chemicals changing over time due to abuse and trauma. I, I yeah, totally yeah. agree with yes, that. That's evolution. So like, I think, I think so in my opinion, it comes down to like desensitizing because like, so here's an example of, of like desensitization. Um, so my wife and I, we witnessed an accident in which the lady who got hit was, was dead when we got out to help her. And it, it's something like, you know, I, I felt really bad because it was like, there's, there's nothing you can do. Um, but at the same time, it's like, in, in a lot of ways, us that have grown up that I consider like, I consider us to be like the nine 11 generation. So we grew up yeah. seeing war on the news. We grew up like a lot of us even seen the towers fall. And it's just like, at some point you just kind of get numb to, to that sort of like, Hey, you know, death is a part of life. That's kind of the issue with the media though. And, and, and that well, ties back into serial killers and things like that. Yeah, there is I, some sort of desensitization. Well, yeah. I mean, and there's violence even at all a, around us and is glorified at a young age, at a young age when, when you're dehumanized or when you see something that's so traumatic, is it like, okay, there's nothing that can top this. So therefore what I'm doing, I don't perceive to be as wrong. And I think that's the nurture side of it is like, there's something that happens that causes somebody to say nothing about what I'm doing is wrong. It makes me feel good. Therefore it's good. Right. Well, human behavior throughout like the years, like, I mean, you see, you see like, you know, in ancient Greece, you have, um, gladiators in ancient Rome, you have gladiators and every, everywhere you go, we have some, some form of glorified violence. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever time period you live in. Definitely. You know, and, and I don't think this is anything new to us being de- desensitized to this. I just, you know, it's how we, how we take it, you know? Right. Like, oh, uh, well, yeah. Like, but it's, it's always been there. Like, there's yeah. always been violence. Like, so. true. But I feel like the, the violence period. intake that we get via the internet oh, is. Yeah. It yeah. increases it tenfold, and that's 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 where we wrap back around to the desensitization of things. You know, you would see, um, uh, like like whenever whenever you see a movie of of like say Sherlock Holmes, for example, all the gnarly shit that happened in those movies, and you watch the civilians that witness it just like uh, have an absolute panic attack over, you know, seeing two people fighting in the street. I mean, that's how it was because there wasn't necessarily a ton of desensitization to violence and things like that back in those days. I think that has a lot to do with our culture and how we advance as a society. Like for instance, if you saw a lady getting beat the shit out of at a fucking Walmart, you're going to lose your shit. Absolutely. You know, but it doesn't make you desensitized to violence. Like, right. Like you have moral standards for violence right so so do you think that like so that being said those of us who did grow up with like a moral standard versus somebody who like ed kemper who doesn't necessarily know what it's what's right from wrong because he's been wronged his whole life like Mm -hmm. uh i forgot where i was going with that (laughs) too many beers (laughs) (laughs) 
the the real Crunchberry says, I think the older generation saw violence, but more on a military True. level. So like a lot of the older generation, more of those folks served. I mean, World War II so, and okay, things like so that. So I think here's here's the difference. Right. That was where like they found the, their The older generation is like, they didn't have a 24-7 news cycle. They had like... They had the news at nine. They had the news at five. And it was just like a half hour segment of like, hey, this is what's going on in the world. Like fucking Vietnam's happening or Gulf War is happening, but we'll see you later. Whereas now, dude, we're, we have instant news. Like something happens and we, we know about it within minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the thing about the news is like, it always shows the worst in humanity. It never shows the best in humanity. This is true. That's well, so yeah, yeah. you kind of see uh, wrapping back around to uh, kind of including that, but wrapping back around to the previous topic of desensitization of violences, you start to see the media take place in this desensitization, like around the Vietnam era. This is yeah, the first war percent. that was televised ever. Right. And now, now people are seeing this kind of shit on TV and this is where it starts. Yeah. This kind of desensitization to, to, uh, violence like in general but but yeah. more so even war um and and you kind of start to see that take effect there you know in the in the vietnam era because this is the first time you know they, they've they've got reporters in vietnam right reporting behind sandbags as bombs and and, and bullets are flying over right them, right you know um and this is where it starts absolutely um so i think uh, uh, kind of touching on that you know um yeah. that's where that's where it really starts to start and, and then and then you've got the media that that that's where a lot of the desensitization comes from these days, I think, is is how fast, you know, something happens and it's in our it's in our hand immediately. We know right. about it. Right. Um, and so I think that contributes like, to that. Absolutely. Especially after a year like 2020 is like, dude, nothing's going to shock us right now. Dude, yeah. that is fact. <laughs> it's been a hell of a year. Like we tell you what. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Jeez, yeah, I'll tell you what, Dude, it's been a hell of a year. topic on, all on its own is just 2020. And right. um, <laughs> earlier, earlier in the chat, somebody brought up Luca Magnata. Have you guys heard Dude, of this guy? Dude, oh, that guy was a fucked up, he was a yeah. fucked up fucked guy. Fucked up. It was, uh, I'm not even going to say what it what it was because I know, I don't want people to look that up because that was, yeah, what that guy did was fucked up and there's a little Netflix. If you're interested, little Netflix documentary. Um, if it's still up, it's called don't mess with cats. Don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats. Oh. Yeah. So that's based on Luca Magnata. Um, I'm looking him it's up literally right based on yeah. like it's kind of like that 4chan situation even, that I was talking about earlier yeah. where this dude yeah, was yeah. posting YouTube videos of him killing cats and a select group of people was angry enough about it that they literally spent 15 years trying to catch this motherfucker and they did it they did if it. you haven't seen Hats don't fuck with cats them. go watch it it's insane it's it's pretty graphic, viewer discretion I mean, advised yeah it's pretty graphic but i would imagine that all of you are you know if you're here and you're having this conversation you're probably fine with it so um go check it out uh, it's it's an absolutely insane it's a, it's a it's not a documentary it's a mini series so i think there's like uh, like eight episodes or something like that so make sure you've got some time because it's definitely it's definitely worth it to watch the entire thing just binge the shit out of it like and you will get sucked into that so fast it's so good but yeah that guy was, was terrible Ter that shit insane he's man. actually like one of the people i don't even i don't even want to discuss the things he did yeah no and, um, and we, we, we we haven't necessarily discussed exactly you know the things that these folks are doing and i'm right. fine with that like i don't want to get already that knows graphic what it with is, it because you know? it's Charles Manson, we're not going into the details of the murders because everybody already knows about it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Well, like if you want to explore, if you want to explore like someone like Edward Ed Kemper, um, True Crime Garage has a three part series on him. True, true Crime true Garage. True Crime Garage. That's like one of my favorite true crime uh, podcasts. But they have a great detailed history of Edward Kemper, um, and also the Netflix series Mind Hunter. Um, briefly goes over Edward Ed Ed Kemper. Ooh, solid point. Um, wrapping back around to childhood trauma and things like this, Danny says um, that she says on the flip side, John Wayne Gacy was believed to have had a really decent childhood. I mean, I mean that's, that doesn't that doesn't yeah, really yeah, that just goes back to the argument in nature versus nurture, right? Absolutely. Right. So, <laughs> so that's that's all she's she's just trying to yeah. to John Wayne to kind of give us a, an idea of of somebody that I mean, even was if they absolutely had, fucked up that didn't have a horrible childhood and didn't have that trauma that was legitimately who just says trauma couldn't birth. come like, from somewhere else though? True, big facts. You know, yeah, I mean, like it could happen. Some people get really fucked up over life. rejection. Like John Wayne Gacy was an ugly motherfucker, and yeah, sure or that, he got that like, like, <laughs> right? like yeah. girls are like. 
I don't want to be like you because I don't want to be with you because you're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh I want to kill all of you. John Wayne Gacy is just basically an incel. It, Literally, dude, yes. All yeah. incels have serial. Like, okay, so all Vibes. serial killers are incels, but not all incels are serial killers. <laughs> facts. That's big facts. Dude, so I I kind of got it might be a little bit too late, so we might have to make this another podcast. But you know, something you never really hear about is what what triggers like mass like shootings or or killers and stuff. Like you, always, I think see the fucking aftermath of this shit and the people that are left dealing with it, and you never really like, dude, James Holmes and shit like that. Like you don't what why why I think I think it's just something in their in their head that just like or if you want to get to like if you want to get all conspiracy about it there's there's like there's a lot of conspiracy behind his okay so like like the whole government comes up to this guy and is like hey you either do this or i'm gonna do this and this dude's like oh that's gonna be terrible i gotta do this well like not only that not saying that our government would do something like that there's there's a whole bunch of like uh, theories of theory documents from like the cia and shit like i'll have to pull them up but that that were recently um came to light um that are now not classified anymore about their experimentations and shit that they've done with like lsd and stuff and reprogramming people's brains Dude. Which is pretty fucking interesting, but I think we're gonna have to save that for another episode. I would agree. We could even get could into a, like another, another the whole like conspiracy of psyops, conspiracy on COVID. theories in general. Dude, yeah, dude, I'm totally down. We could do another podcast on conspiracy theories in general. Oh, we could yeah. do well, another let's podcast see. on drugs and the effect of drugs, dude. Oh my gosh, yeah. the, the, because the, that's the beauty of this thing is that the dude, options are limitless. People will Facts. think I'm a nut because when you get into conspiracies, I'm like, let's do it. What <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about? Absolutely, yeah, dude. you're probably right. This is one year. You're definitely going to want to have your laptop open for. So, in conclusion, this is uh, our first bandcast, band chat episode one with From Underground Kings. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, what else is there? Fucking Google, Google Play doesn't do anything anymore. But if you can find us on Google Play, find us on Google Play. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at From Underground Kings. And of course, if you're listening to this, you are on Stitcher. Stitcher, that's what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's give a shout out to everybody that's still on with us. So, on TikTok. thank Absolutely, you guys. We have four online. Uh, the wonderful Miss Basie Shout K. out to Basie K. For the uh, constant support. Salty Salamander. Uh, the Real Crunchberry. Thanks so much for stopping in. Thank, thank you for the follow. Everyone. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be continuing to do this. We love you guys. Uh, this was a fantastic time, guys. Uh, this is from Under Crown Kings out. Later. Adios. Later.